0: Throughout my life, I have held a few different jobs. Most of them have been in the service industry, specifically food service. You know, on average, a person in the United States will hold about 12 different jobs in their lifetime? Now, I'm not up to that many, but I'm actually pretty close. I know many people are in similar positions, so today I feel like looking back on my life as a worker and seeing if other people can relate. guess today it's time to hear about jobs and ask Tom said what? This episode of Tom Said What. Today, like I said, we're going to talk about jobs. Now, for most of my adult life, I've been gainfully employed. There is actually only a really small stretch, actually, two little stretches, when I was unemployed. We'll get into those in a little bit. But my work history, like I would assume many people in the United States, began when I was in high school and so my first job was actually as a busboy at a local restaurant One of my friends from high school wanted to be able to go to the football games on friday nights so he recruited me to work on friday nights so he could go to the football games i lasted about a month not because i wasn't good at that job I actually was really good my job was to clear tables after people were done eating and i did it quickly and properly I even managed to impress the wait staff as they shared their tips with me, which they did not for my friend, who like I said, still worked there. I quit after a month because my mom told me to. Why, was it because my grades were suffering? Was it because of something else? Nope, something more interesting. It was because my boss, the owner of the restaurant, was arrested for domestic violence. When we heard about that, it was decided that no, I would not be working there anymore. I remember picking up my last check, actually only my second check, because like I said, it only worked there a month, and the manager was disappointed with me leaving. Uh, at that job, I think the craziest story, besides the owner getting arrested for domestic violence, was everything was served with a gravy boat, and it seemed everyone would just take their napkins at the end of the meal and drop them into the gravy boat. I ended up having to pick so many of those stupid napkins out of the gravy, it was disgusting. Please, for the love of God, I beg any of you listening to my voice right now, do not put paper products into gravy. The result is disgusting. Anyway, I never want to see another gravy boat in my life because of that. Moving on. After that, I worked at my local church in the office. It was one of the few office jobs that I've actually had in my life. I would come in a couple of days a week and file paperwork, answer phones, things like that. It was two weeknights a week. And my main job was actually also to come in on Saturday mornings to be in the office for people to drop things off. I also needed to move the weekly bulletins from the office to the church for the weekend services. I worked there for a few years, and eventually quit, because there was actually a second person who I started splitting the hours with, and neither of us could really afford to keep working there on so few hours, so I decided that I would go out and find another job so she could have all the hours. Um, It doesn't help that we were dating at the time, so I was trying to be the bigger man. Anyway... Again, I was good at that job. Everything got done, and I actually enjoyed it most times. It was quiet, and I had some some time to study and work on all my school stuff in between the other tasks. Not too many stories from this job. The sad ones, though, were all the people who would call to schedule things like funerals. Thankfully, I was not qualified to do that, and I had to direct them to a voicemail box where the priest would get back to them. I do remember taking a fair number of intentions though. People would come in and ask that certain people be prayed for at certain services. I would take down the information and ask for a donation. And most people were good about coming in and actually making that donation. So if people called over the phone, I'd tell them, okay, I'm gonna put you down, but you gotta come in and make your donation before we mark it off as paid. The strangest thing I did have to do was every once in a while, we would need to add an extra handout. To the church bulletin, I would have to take the nearly 2,000 bulletins out of the boxes and add a piece of paper to each one. I remember being it. I remember it was nice to get into a rhythm and just go, and, you know, it would suck when someone would interrupt me, but then I could get back into my groove and stuff. I do remember it being something of a prideful thing, knowing I could get it all done in a pretty short amount of time, as long as I didn't keep getting interrupted. Anyway, I left that um, job. and Like I said, neither of us could afford to work on the few hours we were getting. And so after that, I spent a long time working in the food service industry. This was actually one of those moments when I was unemployed for a little bit. It only lasted about a month or so. Um, I eventually went and got a job working for Coldstone Creamery. They were a pretty new company to me and the rest of the Midwest at the time. I know that they've been around for a while in the southwest uh, part of the United States for a while. But I was hired as one of the first group of employees at a new location in my town. I was in my early 20s at the time and in college, while most of the rest of the people that got hired were in their teens and were in high school. This meant that I was one of the early leaders in the store. I quickly was made management and had a key to the store. I would open on days my classes lined up and close throughout the weekends. I was eventually made assistant manager for the whole store. I remember that being a big deal. I also remember that it only meant I was making like an extra dollar an hour over the minimum wage that the teenagers were making at the time. So the title didn't come with really any perks. I was also still part-time, technically, even though I worked full-time hours, um, so no benefits of any kind. The best thing for me in that job was every time we got a tip, we were supposed to sing. And of course, being a music teacher, or at least at the time going to school to be a music teacher, that was right up my alley. We would replace words in popular songs with things about ice cream and the name of the store. Of course, remember that was Cold Stone Creamery. My favorite song was a version of My Girl by The Temptations where we replaced some of the words, of course, to say Coldstone and things like that. For example, I've got ice cream on a cloudy day. When it's cold outside, I've got sorbet, well I guess you'd say, what can make me feel this way? Cold stone, cold stone, cold stone, talking about cold stone, cold stone. Anyway, I love that one. We did things like that all day. It was a really fun place to work, but, you know, being management, it was a little more stressful than someone in their 20s probably should have been working on at the time. Anyways, we did have some regulars who would come in and request specific songs when they tipped. It was awesome. It was hard work, and I would come home smelling of ice cream every night, which is something my wife reminds me of constantly, because while we were dating at the time, she hated the smell, the combination of, you know, ice cream and sweat and uh yeah she mentions it quite often anyways during that time that i worked at coldstone i turned 25 which is a big moment in a young american's life for a couple of reasons one you can rent a car without anyone else having to sign for it or not having to pay an extra fee but also at least at the time when i turned 25 in the u.s that was the age when you could no longer be covered as a child under your parents health insurance well, I was not going to get health insurance through Coldstone because they weren't going to offer it to me. So I needed to find a job that could pay me benefits or give me benefits like health insurance uh, or I'd have to pay for it myself. And I was not making enough at Coldstone Creamery to be able to afford that. So I went out and found a job working for Starbucks those of you not in the know Starbucks is one of the largest coffee companies in the world because they are so big they're able to offer benefits to almost everyone who worked there including those who only worked part-time when I was there if I remember correctly you needed to average at least 20 hours a week for an entire quarter in order to be eligible for the benefits package which included health insurance and a retirement plan which was a 401k I took advantage of all of that now I'm a very loyal person and for a while I was actually working for both places trust me that was not very easy I would open at Starbucks some mornings meaning I would have to be at work at 4:30 a.m. and I'd work at Starbucks till about noon then I would go take care of things like possibly go to school and maybe catch a nap and then I would close at Coldstone that night, which might have been a 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. shift. I worked hard, but it eventually caught up to me. I ended up leaving Coldstone and working full-time for Starbucks. At that time, I was also promoted at Starbucks to what was known as a shift supervisor. That means, once again, I had a key to the store and was in charge when the manager was not there. I worked at Starbucks for over six years, closer to seven. That job saw me through the rest of my education where I went back for my teaching certificate. It saw me through getting engaged to my wife, getting married, and even through the birth of my first son. I loved that job. The work was hard, but, you know, it it had its moments. Overall, it was great. The best part about the job was actually the regular customers people who came in almost every day and we would know them by their or and their order before they would even get to the door they were the best very close second to that job was actually the people I worked with of course I would have conflicts with some of them but you know that's you know just life the best stories were at the holidays at Starbucks, at least in the district where I worked. Not every store was open on holidays like Christmas and Thanksgiving. So you could volunteer to work for those days and sometimes you would end up not working in your own store. The part I really liked about it was the time and a half. And of course, people were a little bit more generous with tips. Two really crazy stories from my time working at Starbucks. First, I was helping train a new guy. He was struggling a little bit on the drive through window. I was helping him when he was really in the weeds and I was trying to let him do his, as much on his own because he needed to be able to do it. But he'd been there through most of the training at that point, he should have been able to start catching on. I remember we had just gone through a really rough patch and I sent him on a break a little bit early. I was like, hey, Take a moment. Go take your 10. I know it's a little early for you, but go take a break and, like, get your head back on straight. Well, he ended up walking out and going on that 10-minute break and never came back. I don't know why he decided to leave. Maybe it was because he was embarrassed. I don't know. I thought we were trying to help him as best we could. But, yeah, it was weird the other crazy story is actually really sad i was the shift supervisor on duty and someone came into the store we were like really busy too i remember um but someone came into the store and said there was a fire in the parking lot and i was like what so i grabbed the fire extinguisher you know thinking oh yeah i've got a fire extinguisher there's a fire in the parking lot i don't know i'll go put the fire out or something but i get outside And it ends up it wasn't a fire in our parking lot. It was actually a fire in the parking lot of the bank across the street. And so since it was across the street, I just turned right back around with the fire extinguisher and went back into the store and kept working. Well, I come to find out later that the fire in the bank parking lot was actually a small plane that had crashed. Our location was actually backed up to the runway of a small municipal airport, and apparently, they missed the runway. Uh, Married couple, they were the people on board, and actually, they ended up both dying in the crash. Super sad, and just really, really, just one of those really weird stories. Anyways, while I was working at Starbucks, I was able to pick up a part-time job as a choir director at a local middle school. I loved it it was great I would come in twice a week after school hours I planned a couple of concerts I took the students to a local choir festival it was great it was my first like taste of actually getting to be a music teacher and it really reaffirmed to me that I wanted to do this and it kind of helped like Kick me into gear to really start like actively looking for those music teaching jobs. Now, I had my certification and I'd been interviewing and like I'd been filling out applications, but this was like one of those things that really pushed me to be like, I can do this, I'm gonna keep working and do this. So, that led me to my first full time music teaching job. That job was at a Catholic grade school. I taught at various times in my five years there, everyone from pre-k through eighth grade. In a given day, I might teach 10 classes and each of those 10 classes was a different grade level. For those of you that teach, you will know that that is an insane workload. Now, when I first got started, I was way too loyal to Starbucks because I'm a loyal person. I like to you know, keep, I, I don't like to burn bridges. I like to keep connections when I can. So I kept working because I felt the need to stay connected to the people that I'd worked with there. I would spend my days working at the school, and then my nights and weekends working at Starbucks. I'll tell you, after about two months, I was completely burnt out. The money from working basically two full-time jobs was great, but I was never home. I would have, like, Monday and Tuesday nights off at Starbucks, So this means I would show up at school at 7 a.m. on Wednesday through Friday, work until almost 4 p.m., and then go to Starbucks where I would typically have a closing shift from about 5 to 10 p.m. Then I'd go home and do it all over again Wednesday through Friday. And then on Saturdays and Sundays, I also typically ended up with closing shifts. It was a lot. I never really had a full day off, and it was just too much. I... My son was uh, about one at the time, and I just I, I hated all the time I had been out of the house on a really regular basis. So eventually, by the end of October, um, school year started in August, so about two months after the school year had started, I ended up quitting at Starbucks. Um, the teaching job was giving me benefits, it was paying all of my bills, so I was able to move on. Anyways, I loved working at that Catholic school. I worked hard. I don't know if that is a theme that you're catching on. I'm a pretty hard worker when I set my mind to things. I created performances at all different levels and at all different times of the school year. I taught a lot of recorder, and even got the school to buy ukuleles so I could teach some of the older students, the 5th through 8th graders to play other musical instruments. I started an after school choir, had many successful choir concerts with that group, but one concert really stands out in my head. I had just opened the choir to 5th grade and up, so the first year I did the choir it was only open to 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. The following year because there weren't that many sixth seventh and eighth graders who had been interested in the choir i opened it up to fifth graders and i had a ton of fifth graders that wanted to be in the group and so they were there it was great the first half of the year was awesome well in fifth grade that's also the year that students were allowed to join sports at that school so come january there was a huge part of the group that had come into my choir a huge part of the fifth graders that wanted to run cross country or track or i don't remember which of the sports it was that started up at that point and the coach was not very good at sharing the students so the one day a week that i had choir rehearsal he would not let them come to choir rehearsal they had to go to practice even though they practiced multiple days out of the week so that was really infuriating to me and i lost a huge part of my choir ended up i only ended up having two girls who stayed in the group and they were sisters one eighth grader and one sixth grader well concert time came and i decided these two girls deserved to have a concert they had worked hard so i held one to an audience of just one person their mom She was the only person that showed up. Not even another teacher or an admin came at all. You would think that would be a low point, but I took it as a challenge to keep pushing and grow the program as much as I could. I kept that choir going for the next two years after that, and we just kept pushing until eventually um, I quit. That job ended in a very strange way. I was informed in May of my last year that the music program was going to be cut to a part-time position. There was no way I could afford to live on a part-time position, so I quit. For those of you who don't know, most schools have interviews for positions and offer contracts in March and April. So finding out that I was not going to have a full-time position for the next school year in May is kind of a terrible position to be in. So, yeah. Anyways, I went out and I did what I needed to do. I got a couple of jobs pretty much right away. It was a couple of weeks that um, I was not officially employed anywhere, Um, but I got a couple of part-time jobs to just try and keep the bills paid. I started delivering pizzas a couple of nights a week, and that's something I still do today. Um, I like the money it's actually pretty interesting but that actually can spawn a whole other episode all by itself the stories from that job Wow I will tell those on a podcast one day I promise the second job that I ended up getting at the time was as a bank teller I don't think I was very good at that job I worked hard I did my best I could help customers, and I could do what what was expected of me, but I, I didn't really love it. I tried, I worked, but I was always looking for something else. That is not the sign of a good job. I only lasted about two months there, because thankfully, in the time that I was working there, I got a call for the interview in the district in which I currently work. a little bit of perspective on this i actually took time off of the job the bank job that was paying my bills to be able to go to this interview that's how much i did not feel like i fit in working at a bank it was just not really me and that brings us to now i've been working in my school district now for three full school years at this point and i'm well into my fourth I teach 4th through 8th grade general music, and it's it's a better workload than when I was at the Catholic school. More money, more time to plan, everything's just a little bit better, and I love it. Now, if I have the opportunity to work in a school district that's closer to my house, yeah, I would consider it, but for now, I'm content where I'm at. Anyways, I hope this little trip through my working past has been interesting for you. Do you have any crazy work stories? Please share them with me on Twitter, at Tom Said What. Remember, that is at T-O-M-S-E-D-W-H-A-T. Remember, it's a pun. I love puns. The said is like my last name. Anyways, I hope to hear from you soon. And remember, have a great day out there.